0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Women Talk Construction Podcast, where we discuss women in construction and other non-traditional careers. My name is Christy Powell, and I'm with my co-host, Angela Gardner. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, my name is Christy Powell. I am with 84 Lumber Company, and we are Women Talk Construction. Uh, Today, I'm with Angela Gardner, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about my journey through the construction industry and let you know why uh, my passion about sharing all the options with girls is important to me. About 27 years ago, I started in the industry, and it was actually a mishap. I had been in accounting for almost 20 years. And a female store manager asked me to come to work for her in sales in the building industry. I had tackled a few things um, in my single life as a single mom myself. I had a couple of rental houses, so I had fixed a few things. I knew how to do some basic things, but the thought of learning a whole nother trade and a whole nother career was a little bit intimidating. However, I fell in love with it after I saw a set of blueprints. So that was how I started in the industry. And since then, 27 years later, I am now in the women business enterprise department of 84 Lumber. I am fortunate enough to get to work for Maggie Hardy-Knox, who is the owner of 84 Lumber Company. We are the largest privately held building material supplier in the United States, and we're owned by a woman. That being said, as the one who gets to get up every day and talk to women and minorities in the industry, I've had the opportunity to be able to lift women up in our industry. And as I have had conversations with a lot of folks, it has been really great to, you know, just share their journeys and hear their stories. And that's really what this Women Talk Construction is about. Um, Get really excited when I get to talk to girls that are in our industry. I love it. I think that more girls need to know more options that are available to them. When they're in school, so um, Angela and I have been a really good force in being able to lift up those girls and give them the options that they can have. So I'm going to turn it over to Angela, and she's going to share a little bit about her experience.
1: Thanks, Christy. Hi, everyone. I'm Angela Gardner, and I'm with Hill Electric, and. I just want to share this little note. The way that Christy and I met was through LinkedIn. It was actually in 2020 during COVID, and I reached out to her and connected. And it all happened, I guess, virtually. And now we're connected and sharing, and I don't know, having this passionate journey to you know engage the women in our industry and and the young folks too. To tell you a little bit about myself. I actually grew up in the construction industry, so I've spent um, about 30 years in it total. 26 of those years, I was in residential, commercial, and now industrial, and I actually started out my granddad. was a plumber. Dad's an architect, but they actually own their own businesses, so got a little bit of entrepreneurism in myself, too. My parents built three of their homes, and if you are in a construction family, you know that when you do that, you actually participate as a child. So oftentimes I started out, my first job was to pick up all the cigarette buds on the lot, so that's what I did. And then the last, the second house, I was painting the the siding and then also laying the brick, helping the mason lay the brick. So that was my journey as a child. And then I went to college. I moved to New York City. I wanted to be a fashion designer, and that did not work out. I moved back home and I needed to find something to do. So I started running Blueprints. And that was my start to actually getting into the construction industry. I worked my way up in my family business. I was there for 18 years. I ended up running it for eight, which was a very great experience. And like I said, I've worked in on um, residential, commercial, and now industrial, so that's a little bit about me, but I know we have a lot more to talk about, Christy, right? Yes, absolutely. So <laughs> I have a question for you. Did you work for your granddad when he was a plumber? You know, I didn't, but you know what I did was I always helped my grandmother cook and bake, and that was helping him, right? because right. he came home for lunch. And we all sat down and had lunch together. That's um, cool. And my grandmother did the bookkeeping. So I got to go out there and spend time with her and meet all the guys. You know, it just is a great experience.
0: Yeah, it is a great experience being in our industry. I, I didn't share a lot about my journey in 27 years, but I can really relate to what you were just saying that the whole industry, the, the folks that are in the industry are so heartwarming. Yes, And and they're very inclusive as far as, you know, when I, I got into the industry, there were several builders that really just took me under their wing and said, mm-hmm. what can I do to help you learn? And, you know, because of that, I'm here today and they were willing to do anything it took to help me just get on the same page with the construction industry. I I was so new to it, but I love the fact that everybody were really excited to see a woman in the industry. Not everybody, but a lot of the builders were really happy because they know that we're really detail-oriented and -hmm. they know that we care about people. And, um, you know, that makes a difference, right? I couldn't go to bed at night if one of my loads didn't go out to one of my customers and they were going to have framers at the job in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I think that uh, men in general really did Especially in Indiana, that was Indiana at the time. I think they really appreciated the fact that I was ahead of schedule for them, and I kind of kept them on track. If you know, windows were a long lead time, so that was really cool. I felt really, um, I felt needed, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was very cool. And then I got uh, so far along, I was able to do some project management, which that was my favorite. You know, just figuring out what needed to be done tomorrow and to make sure that we were done on time and we were within budget. That's probably um, my my. It was probably my favorite thing to do. But it was I had some pretty amazing peers that were alongside me as well. And I can remember probably one of my fondest memories was job site lunches, and that's what made me think of it when you said you were making lunches. So I am not a cook. I would not be the one baking in the kitchen with my grandmother. But I did love to take the guys lunch and just sit on the job site and eat lunch with them. That was very cool. And it, it's just such a. a a cool environment, you know, to be smelling the wood and seeing all the activity and then just hanging out and fellowshipping with people.
1: Yes. Can you share with me maybe some of those things that these gentlemen did that lifted you up, your mentors?
0: Yeah, I will. Um, actually, one of them one of the the gentlemen that realized I was new, I, I, di- I was very open about the fact that I was new to the industry. Um, I didn't drive around and talk to people and act like I knew it all. So I think that helped a lot. You know, I was very um, vulnerable and authentic about, you know, where I was. I told him, I don't know everything, but I certainly will write down whatever it is you need to know, and I will get you an answer. And they believed that. So um, one of the big things that that I'll never forget is I I mentioned I was a single mom. One of the guys in Washington, Indiana actually took me under his wing. And he's one of the best kitchen cabinetry builders in Indiana at the time. And he and his wife both thought a lot of me and my daughter. And so they would invite us over. And when they did, she would play and he would teach me things. And that was so cool to be a part of their family. And that's probably what, I admired so much about it is they were willing to take the time to mentor me, not only in my career, but also the fact that I was a single mom and they wanted to make sure that she was, you know, engaging with other kids. And, you know, we were, we were more of a family type atmosphere. And I think that's what I love about our industry. I feel like most of the people that we meet are in that family mindset, right? Most people that are in the industry are we're a family owned business. 84 Lumber is Hill Electric is a family owned business, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah. And
0: yep. It, it really is a lot of family culture, at least in my industry. And just from the little bit I know about Hill Electric, Angela, I feel like that is definitely a, the, the same kind of values that Hill Electric has too. But yeah, that was my favorite. He started to teach me how to read a set of blueprints and he <laughs> rolled that blueprint out and we talked about the exterior perimeter and the interior perimeter Well, I was really good at math in school. So I knew what he meant without having a lot of direction. And he said, we've got to figure out the interior perimeter and the exterior perimeter. And, and I did it in my head because numbers were, have always been my thing. Like I love numbers. And he was like, girl, did you just do that in your head? <laughs> I said, I did. <laughs> and he said, you're going to be really good at this. And just that little bit of Oh, encouragement, Yeah. Yes. It, it, it just made all the difference in the world. I was like, Oh, maybe I will be good at this. Right. Like it just yes. puts that little pep in your step and you want to move a little bit farther, um, after that. So that was exactly, that was, that was probably the big thing, but I, I was very fortunate to have a lot of role models, but also a lot of male, um, support that literally said, there's no reason you can't do this you know, we had our opposition. I had my opposition to, you know, my coworker, I guess, colleague, he didn't think I had any business there. I thought that was interesting, but I didn't listen to it because I liked it and I thought it was good for me and I wanted to follow my heart and not what other people were talking about.
1: Yeah, I get it. I get it. I think anytime that anyone ever told me I couldn't do something, I just kind of found out, well, why is that? (laughs) <laughs> and then made my own journey of it. I didn't really think twice. So no, I agree about our industry, having that family type value in many of them, any of the companies that I've touched, because I've you know, been in many in our industry that I felt that. And um, it's wonderful in the values, you know, within it too. And I agree with you. I was curious about you know, any of the roles that I was in. And I think that's really the biggest thing that's led me throughout my journey is curiosity. I crave learning within my family business. I crave learning everything from bookkeeping to just, you know, understanding at least. I I couldn't draw a set of plans, but I could at least understand what the department architects or designers were. What was that process like in the marketing part? And then throughout my career, doing project management or business development, here's something that no one really knows. But I mean, I really have, I've never been a salesperson, <laughs> but I didn't really know it until right now that really, that's all, that's a lot of what I've been doing throughout my career is building relationships. And that is sales, yes. right?
0: <laughs> that's the, be- that's really the best kind of salesperson. Yeah. World. When somebody, when I, when I got into sales that many years ago, that was one of the things that really shied me away. I I didn't apply for a job as a salesman. I applied for the credit manager position. I wanted to manage the stores in the area, in the Indiana area. And she just said, no, I think I'm going to put you in commercial sales. And literally my first thought of commercial sales was I was going to be that that typical um, used car salesman that you see on commercials, right? Yes. And she said, no, no, I want you to understand that you, you are re- already, I had, I was already had relationships with some of the builders in the area because I worked for a concrete and stone company, but she said you're, you're already friends with a lot of the builders in the area. And really, let me explain sales to you. You get to drive around all day. And talk to your friends, and I was like, "Well, maybe I could do that then." (laughs) And so I never did have that cold call salesperson approach. I always have had that approach of business development. Um, Didn't know that's what it was at the time, right? Like you were just talking about exactly right. Right. I just, um, you know, I I drove around. I checked on jobs. I left my card. Let them know what we were really good at. Always, I felt like one of my gifts was being able to find out what people needed and to help them find it. Right. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: sometimes I I would be able to find their need or help them support their need, or sometimes I would make really good connections for them so they could find their need. And I, that's what I fell in love with is making connections that were valuable to people and just adding my own value to the table. And I know that's what you do because
1: you (laughs) add value to everybody that, you know, Angela. Oh, well, thank you. You know, I, I think it started early on when my, um, my mom and grandmother kind of said, listen, relationships are going to be the most important part of your life. And it just evolved and here it is. So, I mean, that's the one thing I would tell our younger folks is make sure that you make those connections and, and build relationships, because that's how your career will progress. And you'll be able to help others.
0: Right, right. And, you know, what I've been telling, um, we just hired somebody in our department. And what I've been telling her is no connection is a bad connection. Right? Exactly. You don't pick and choose who you want to meet, you know, you just kind of trust the process. And if you run into somebody, you know, you, you just get to know them, find out what kind of you know what they like and what they do find out about their family and um sometimes you find a common ground and sometimes you don't but it's always good to meet people always so it's never it's never a waste of time
1: i i agree 100 percent. yes that's true So we want to be mindful of everyone's time today.
0: Yes, absolutely. We're going to try to keep these podcasts at 20 minutes for you all. So let's, uh, the next episode, I think we're going to talk about our why. I think that's a great idea. What do you think? I think that's great. Why we're doing our podcast, right? Why we think it's important. Yes, (laughs) our passions. Yes, we have a lot of them, by the way. (laughs) Yes, we do. Thank you all for joining us. And we'll see you next time on Women Talk Construction. That's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Women Talk Construction podcast with your hosts, Christy Powell and Angela Gardner. See you next time.